Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Church Podcast, a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Connor, I'm here with Mike, and we are excited to be back in action. Last week, special guest Brian Bush joined us and uh, we had a good conversation, but now, Mike, it's uh, good to have you back and I'm excited to get into this. Uh, We are going to do something a little bit off the beaten path today. We're actually just going to talk about what the two of us are reading so I know normally we, you know, Mike will grab a topic about the church or or um, something about people in the body, how to relate, any, any number of different things. But today, we're just pulling the car over to the side of the road and we're talking about what the two of us have been reading and just trying to maybe pass on a flavor of that to, uh, to anybody who's listening. So, Mike, I'm kicking it to you. Okay. Start us off. Tell me about what you're reading. Okay. <laughs> so, first and foremost, I need to say, hello, listeners. I'm glad you're here with us. And I need to say this, um, first and foremost, and this happened this morning before my men's group, um, I read the Word, and I'm, I'm always reading the Word. And I'm going through two plans right now. One, the canonical, Genesis to Revelation, we go through in a year, I do that every year. And then uh, Robert Murray McShane's uh, oh, reading right plan, where yeah. you basically go through the Bible, I don't know, a couple times or something yeah. in a year. Yeah. Four different, four different readings every day? Is that McShane? It's four, yeah, four to five, I think, okay. something okay, like that. Cool. But yes, yes. And I think you end up going through the Psalms like four times or something like this in the year. But I, I want to make that clear that what I'm reading always is the word is, is forefront. And it's not just, oh, I read it in the morning or I listened to it in the morning. But I do go back to it throughout the day. And that's something that even before... I was a pastor and you know I became a pastor early on. I was I became a believer in 82 and by 85 I was on staff at at my local church as a pastoral intern. And the thing is is um that has got to be solid word and prayer in your life. So I want to listeners I th- I know that we sometimes assume too much. So I want to assume that as a baseline and say if that isn't in your life then the books that we highlight uh, aren't for you Don't today. Don't go buy them on Amazon. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Just open up your Bible and and hear God speak because God speaks as the as the Word uh, is read. The Lord is speaking. God speaks through the Word, and this is the Word of God, the living and active Word of God, the inspired, inerrant, infallible, authoritative, conscience binding, perfect, eternal Word of God. So we never want to downplay that, and we never want to assume it. Yeah, we don't want to assume that everyone's doing that because. The word and prayer is what gets pushed out of the life probably quickest in a lot of people's right. a lot of people's lives, especially right. because you can do audible books and all that. I, I like audible now. I didn't used to, uh, but I still use hard copies of books as well. So there are two books I'm going to highlight, but I'm going to throw it back to you in just a moment. I want to say one more thing, and then I'm going to go with you, and then we'll go with my books, right. okay? okay? And I'm going to highlight just two books that I'm reading right now, but what I want to say before I throw it back to you is... I've been reading a lot of books, okay? I always read a lot of books, but for the last three years, I've been in another doctoral program at the Master's Seminary for expositional preaching, and I've been working on my dissertation that's due this week. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes, so, it is. Some of you are like, why are you doing a podcast then? Uh, you should be studying right now, which is true. I've been doing a lot of that. But I've read a lot of books. In fact, in my study at home right now, there's probably 70 books just in stacks and in right. piles and strewn and yeah. all I, over the I know place. That mode. Yeah. I have been perusing through a lot of John Owen's 16 volumes of the, the works of John Owen. Right. I've been reading the works of Dietrich Bonhoeffer because those were the two pastor theologians that I was 
uh, looking at in, our, in my chapter two of my dissertation, which by the way is on uh, beloved, uh, the beloved, just like I've been preaching through First Thessalonians. So the beloved becoming beloved and how the urgency to love the body of Christ uh, with the sovereign choosing love of God that, that loved you, that same love that God gives you for now, him and other believers, you should be loving your 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 body, your bo- the body of Christ in your local church with the same urgency in light of the imminency of the return of Christ. Mm-hmm. That there's an urgency that there's three billion people who have not heard the gospel and that don't believe and that in our neck of the woods, we should be doing the very thing that Jesus said we are to do that will identify us as followers of his. So that you love your brothers and sisters in Christ, that gives the gospel uh, a footing to be heard. And people will actually go, wow, you are the real deal. And uh, then when we when we preach the gospel, Nothing's pulling the rug out from under. Like, right. well, you're hating each other, or whatever. Right, right. No, we're 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 going through hard life and we're loving each other. And so I'm reading. A, I've been reading a lot of books in that in that category. A lot of the Puritans, and and then some books from even from like the 1960s and 70s, and some more recent books mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing a lot of reading. I'm gonna hold my two highlight books that I'm reading just kind of just for fun. Um, off to the side, because I'm going to throw that to you. What have you been reading, Connor? Okay, well, I um, I guess I could I could say a lot too, but I'll kind of try to maybe just parallel what you just said. So I'm reading my Bible, and I I read it in the mornings, and I my general practice is to try to hold on to something that I can be thinking about throughout the day, and occasionally I'll jump back in. The two mm-hmm. of us are obviously also studying all the time for the different things that are coming up to teach. But, mm-hmm. but, um, right now I'm in the minor prophets and it's been awesome. Um, I, I just finished Joel and it's just bringing up all kinds of great thoughts about final judgment, day of the Lord, restoration of, of Israel, God dwelling with his people. Hosea was, was super convicting before Joel about just idolatry of the heart, spiritual adultery, you know, how we turn our backs on God. So, mm-hmm. I've actually been just really grateful. I've been encouraged by that reading in the last few weeks. Um, Minor prophets, I feel like maybe are one of the sections that I'm I'm uh, weakest in in terms of just understanding what they're saying. So I've been really enjoying looking at those. Um, yeah, but okay. So reading that, and then funny that you're talking about school. I I finished seminary in May, so mm-hmm. I had been reading a lot all the time through that. And since May, it's been a kind of funny feeling to not have a, you know, list of books waiting for me. Um, so I've been able to read other things and some of that I've actually been able to dip into some, some, uh, fiction and other kind of books that I was, you know, (laughs) maybe not as much, uh, able to, to go for when I was in the middle of school. So, Mm -hmm. so I'm in the I'm I'm slowly picking my way through a John Steinbeck book that's been fun and what book which Steinbeck book uh, East of Eden so wow okay. yeah I, I don't know if anyone listening has read that but it's super interesting there was a mini series um, yes uh, way back in the it. day I've like heard, in the seventies or something like that yeah and I don't even know if it followed Steinbeck much I, at all I don't I know. don't know I don't know yeah I I've only read a little bit of him in high school so I don't really know much about him but this book's been great interesting wow um okay, okay I'll give you I'll give you two uh for me and then I want to hear what you've been reading but okay here's here's my two so 
my wife and I watched the play Hamilton uh, maybe month uh, month or two ago, and that sparked my interest in the the early days of our country. Um, so for Christmas, she got me a book called 1776. Oh, and I don't know okay. if you heard of that. And it's by a guy, David... Mm, Barton? Nope. No? Uh, okay. I don't know. Now I can't remember. You, we could find it right now, but okay, okay. I I just finished. I'm gonna that. look it up right now, yeah, people. Look it up, yeah. I'm you, gonna make sure he's yeah. telling the truth. 1776, David something. I think I don't okay. know. Anyways, I just finished that. It was awesome. Was uh, it a historical novel? A story not a novel. A David McCullough. McCullough. That's there you right. go. I was gonna say McCullen. Written by David McCullough. It's go. a 2005 book by Simon and Schuster. Okay. Uh, it was it was oh, awesome. Biography of John Adams? No. It's a um, companion to his biography to John Adams. Right. It's okay. it's Washington Ooh, okay. is the okay. main yeah, the main yeah. character. And I honestly, I mean, you know, if you ask the average person on the street, was George Washington a, a good guy? You know, what are they going to say? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was great. You know, so that's what I would have said. But yeah. but I don't know if you've like read about Washington. He was amazing. Like all the firsthand accounts from that that era say he was just this larger than life figure so i don't mm -hmm. know if you've read a lot of that stuff i haven't but. read a lot of it you know you know what what i who i read um that i loved was the killer angels by michael shara yes yeah and it's about the battle of gettysburg so a little bit you know further down the road right. history wise but oh, man yeah telling you what it was like wow so i've read more civil war stuff than i have the 17 okay. but now that makes me want to read that it's, I, this is that's why we're doing you, this podcast I know, today. I know. we want people to <laughs> we're gonna, we well you know we always want to get good books into people's hands and we do have a book table at grace and they're all gospel centered you know theologically dense books yeah uh, but this is nice to kind of read some of these things and, and hear what we're reading right what else what else do you have you uh, the other thing i was going to say i just i was mentioning this to you just a few minutes ago but i just picked up that book lead by paul david Tripp. right and he okay. wrote um dangerous calling and a lot of people have read instruments in the redeemer's, redeemer's hands, hands uh -huh. and, and other books about biblical counseling and 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 really just applying the gospel to life so uh -huh. This book is about leadership, and I've just started it, but it's okay. super good. Yeah, we're and trip you, fans. you gave me that book, so we're trip fans. <laughs> thank yes, you for that. Yeah, um, I can okay, do. yeah, that's my answer. Funny thing is, uh, a good friend of mine who had moved out of state recently uh, gets a hold of me last night, and he says, "Hey, I just finished this this book you gave me. It was Michael Reeves' Rejoice and Tremble about the fear of God. It's a beautiful book. I love my anything Michael Reeves uh, writes." And he says, uh, he says, hey, because um, he knows I read a lot of books. And he says, I just finished that book. Did you, did you end up reading that book? And I was able to say, yes, I did. Yes. And <laughs> anyway, so, and I told him about the newest Michael Reeves book I'm reading. So, okay, so I've got three. I said, okay. I, had, I, okay. said I had two. You promised two and you're I giving me an abundance. I giving bonus, okay. bonus, bonus, bonus. <laughs> so here we go. So Michael, we'll start with Michael Reeves. Again, Michael Reeves is one of my favorite authors. And I just found a picture of he and I uh, three years ago when I started, when I was starting the program at Master's Seminary and he was our professor one week and the guy is like six foot four or something. And so dude. me next yeah. to him, I look like a little baby, you know? <laughs> and uh, and what, I'm 5'10", but he's like, he's gotta be 6'5", so he's just towered over me. And, uh, but just one of the most gentle, sweet, humble men I've ever met. Hmm. And I really appreciated his teaching. I've read his his a lot of his books, um, but uh, Rejoice and Tremble and uh, Delighting in the Trinity. But the book I'm reading right now, it just came out on January 4th, 2022. Fresh, fresh, okay, fresh, fresh. press. So fresh. Uh, it's called Authentic Ministry. And it's it's on the imprint of his of the seminary that he leads, Union Biblical Seminary in, in England there. But 
it's just a, a breath of fresh air. Like he just, these are addresses he gave to students at Union who basically, basically he's saying, look, you've read all the theology, you've done all the study, don't leave the heart out. That you know? is awesome. Yeah, it is. It, it's just, and it's just one of those books that I can't put his books down and I just got to underline. I One of the reasons I use hard copies is I use my books as journals and I'll just underline, I'll write things in them. And so I was even reading it last night, just relishing it. You know, he was just talking about delighting in the Lord hmm. and how a lot of hard times happen in life, but find your delight in the Lord and and don't just look after the flock. You know, like like Paul told the uh, Ephesian elders in Acts 20, first thing he said was, pay close attention to yourselves and to all the flock. He goes, if you jump to just pay, taking care of the flock when you're in ministry and serving the Lord, You'll be an empty shell, kind of is what he's saying. Right. So anyway, so I'm right. really enjoying Michael Reeves' authentic ministry. That's awesome. Uh, and plus the cover is beautiful. So there's that. You know, I love beautiful book covers. I do love beautiful book okay. covers. My second book that I want to highlight is by uh, a lady named Megan Hill. And she wrote this book in 2020. So it's a relatively new book as well. And it's called A Place to Belong, Learning to Love the Local Church, which kind of goes right along with the beloved series that we've been in but she's a pastor's wife that just writes with a depth of heart that literally brings me to tears connor i have over and over again as i'm reading this book i'm i i just it, i weep with joy mm. and i just i i <laughs> love the way she writes i can't tell you i've read a bunch of her writings before but i i want to now i want to read more of her writings uh, here's a quote. Here's just a little snippet, okay? Here's what she said. No matter how ordinary your elders appear, they are in reality Christ's perfectly chosen gift to you. When you receive the ministry of your elders, you receive the ministry of Christ himself. I mean, that's what brings me to tears as I'm saying it. And I'll probably use this quote when we commission our new elders uh, in another week and a half. But like, she just writes like that. And she's mm -hmm. a pastor's wife at a, a PCA church back east. And she just writes with this, this, this heart drenched in love for the local church. And so that's just, it's just, you know, it's funny. Uh, the things that melt your heart are usually the things that are already, have already tenderized your heart. And I <laughs> think God, I, I love, God just gives me such joy when I read books like that. Where I read something like she's she's saying things like like I mean she, I feel like she's describing Grace Church of Orange. She's like you might not have the flashiest church or the newest church building or the most charismatic leaders or the most gifted leaders, but you have God-given leaders, and they love you and they're imperfect, but they're they're serving the Lord with their whole heart, and 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 just just learn to to love this local church you're in. So yeah. it's, it's, it's right where my heart's beating. It's you're, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she wrote the book that kind of highlights the whole project I've been working on for yeah. my dissertation. Yeah, so. Wow. And then I'm gonna give you want to read more. this book. Go ahead, Yeah, go no, ahead. you gotta read, you gotta read it. In fact, I've ordered one for all of our leadership. Nice. Of Michael Reeves' Authentic Ministry and Megan Hill's book, A Place to Belong, Learning to Love the Local Church. Oh, baby. I'd hard, hardly recommend both of them. Hmm. And I know uh, Megan Hill's book is on Audible, so. You can grab it on Audible too. Okay. I've learned to really appreciate Audible, but what I do is I like to read an Audible book, listen to an Audible book as I'm holding my 
Hard copy. Hard copy. Yeah. It kind of helps me process yeah. well. Yeah. I read my Bible that way too. I'll listen to it and read While it. At the same you. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So the other book I want to highlight that um, I just gave, in fact, <laughs> listeners, this is, this is my life right now. I bought some copies for our pastoral staff for Christmas and I ended up getting them something different, but I still wanted to give them this, this book as well, but I, I misplaced them. And of course they were three feet away from my office where I'm standing, where I'm sitting right now. They were three feet away and I just found them this morning. I think someone put them there. I don't think they've been sitting there this whole time. I, but I put them there like oh. before Christmas. <laughs> oh really? I know I did. <laughs> okay, never I, mind. And, and if I did it so I wouldn't forget, <laughs> they would funny. be right where my eyes would go. Right. So you know how like there's things in your, in wherever you, wherever you hang out all the time, you put things somewhere and then you just start missing them all the time. You just go right past them and don't even look. Yep. They that, were on this shelf three feet from my How funny. From myself. But this book, I'll tell you, is, uh, is beautiful. And it took me a long time. There's a long story about finding this book. And a friend of mine had given these books out for his wedding like 25 years ago to his groomsmen. And I had heard about it and I thought, well, that's an interesting book to give. Why would they give that book out? And I looked up the book and I went, whoa. And it's it's a book on Stonewall Jackson and it's called The Life and Letters of Stonewall Jackson by His Wife. And literally there are these, these letters that Stonewall Jackson, one of our Civil War, you know, uh, what generals or whatever he was. Yeah. He wasn't the main guy, but he was one of the guys. Right. Wasn't he? Uh, uh, wasn't he like... One of the guys he, right under Robert he was E. Lee? A, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. He, okay. was a big, he was a big wig, but he wasn't the main guy. Yeah. This guy was a very strong believer, and the letters that he wrote to his wife during the Civil War are, they just, they'll bring you to tears, too. Wow. And and they'll, they, they, they give you a picture of this, of this man who was in the midst of this grand struggle in American history, and how he processed it as a Christian, and how he cherished his wife, how he cherished his family. And so I, I, it's the kind of book I want to give to every married man. Mm-hmm. And so I've yeah. got these copies that I got for the pastoral staff. But uh, Life and Letters of Stonewall Jackson by His Wife. Now here's the thing. You won't be able to find this book. Actually, I know, I know where there are copies. And you can get them for like $35 a piece. They're, they were printed by Sprinkle Publications, which is like, what? What even is that? And I, you know, I'm, I'm the son of a policeman. And I will say that I think I'm pretty good as a, um, you as a, a little bit of a detective. A pastoral I can, detective. I'm a yes. pastoral detective. And so here's the deal. Um, there's a place called the Society for Biblical and Southern Studies, a lady named Barbara Rumberg. And um, her husband was H. Rondell Rumberg, who was a Baptist preacher. And I've tracked them down because there's a guy named Rex Miller, okay? Shout out to Rex Miller at Crossroads <laughs> Country Store in Harrisburg, Virginia, okay? Now, I'm going to do something. I'm going to give you his phone number. I'm actually put his phone number out here, okay? I'm going to put his phone number on the podcast, 540-896-5750. If you want to get this book, you can call Rex Miller at Crossroads Country Store, Tell them Pastor Mike Shera sent you from Orange, California. Um, let me tell you the story real quick, okay? Um, Crossroads Country Store in Harrisburg, Virginia is a book is a place where they sell historical books and other kind of Civil War memorabilia, memorabilia type, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So Lloyd Sprinkle passed away in 2019. He reprinted a lot of historical books. His widow Jackie 
uh, when the estate was sold, all the reprinted books kind of went places. Well, uh, Rex was a good friend of Lloyd, so he got like 190 cases of their books. Oh, wow. There's another guy named John Weaver, who's another uh, preacher in Georgia who's friends with them. And they're all kind of, they do a lot of writing in Christian and civil government kind of stuff. Hmm. Anyway, I had, a, I had a really sweet talk back in October with Rex Miller in Harrisburg, Virginia. You call him up and you order these books. Um, and I'm telling you, you'll be blessed. Um, I found them also at Trinity Book Service, but I found I got the last four copies. Got those for eighteen dollars a piece. Uh, That's where I got these. No these from Trinity Book oh, Service. I didn't know that. Okay, because they but it was the hmm. last four copies, so I had to track these down. And literally, I, they say, "Well, call Rex Miller over at Con- Crossroads Country Store." Turns out he's got some cases of them, and I think it's you can even go on their website. Just go Crossroads Country Store. Don't even know the exact website, but they've got a website. You can order them that way. Hmm. I'm telling you, um, if you get this book, Life and Letters of Stonewall Jackson by his wife, you will be blessed. And um, I had a pretty sweet, a couple days of talking to this guy, just a, a, a godly preacher back in the, in the South that uh, has, a, has a store out there that uh, has some re- reprinted books of historical, uh, historical uh, importance. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Kind of a long story. Probably didn't think you were going to get that story, did you, listeners? <laughs> you got the you got the sneak peek into Rex Miller's life, and yeah. you got his phone number. Just, if if you ever hear this podcast, Rex, we uh, we hope you uh, appreciate. I hope the you business sell some books. And sell and I some hope books that people and, get these books in yeah, their hands because yeah. they were hard for me to uh, to um, to uh, find. But once I did, I, I seriously feel like I found some new friends that. Um, are just godly people who are serving the Lord. That's awesome. In their neck of the woods. Yeah. And um, hmm. I just, I don't know. I just love that. Crossroads Country Store, by the way, is uh, 121 Carpenter Lane, Harrisonburg, Virginia. I said Harrisburg. Harrisonburg it's Harrisonburg, or, Virginia. Or Harrisonburg. Harrisonburg, huh. Virginia. And. Um, there's a, uh, looks like ShenandoahMarket.net in Harrisonburg is where the Crossroads Country Store might be. Huh. So if ShenandoahMarket.net is a website I just found that I think you can find some of those. Uh, that may be where the Crossroads Country Store is. Again, uh, the next time I go to Virginia to see our relatives, I will. I told him, I already told yeah. him, I'm looking yeah. you up. Yeah. He goes, come on in. Go I'm here a couple days a week. No and way. His son runs the place now. That's awesome. Anyway, I That's love cool. running into people like that. And that was over the phone. Such an encouragement, right? Yeah. When you, I, yeah. I'm going to meet him in person because yeah. they're just godly folks. That's cool. That's, that love the when Lord. When you run into people that love the yeah, Lord just, and they're just in their spot doing and their And they're thing. relatively unknown, just like us. We're just doing our thing. Right. In our little neck of the woods. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Super cool. So well, anyway, uh, listeners, I hope that was helpful to you. What are you reading? Uh, we want to challenge you to read the Word and read good Christian books. You know, I don't, I don't want to speak out of school on this one, but I'm wondering if maybe we should follow this up with a part two, Why Read? Um, Let's do it. We can talk about why why read the Word, and mm-hmm. then we can talk about, you know, why read other books. Oh, my goodness. There's um, a lot we could say about this. Let's I know, do this next I time. I know. I was thinking okay. we would ask the question today, and I'm realizing, no, 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 there's just there's too much there. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll swing back next time, and we'll talk about that. I'm already working on my notes for I it. I love it. I've already got my I first point, it. why I love read. It. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. If, that, uh, if that gives you some incentive to tune in next week, we hope that you'll uh, listen again. We'll talk about that. And uh, until then, we, we're praying for you throughout the week, and we love you. Thanks for listening. You know, we never know who's listening to this, right, Mike? We're just kind of like, like yes. hey, we're sending it out, and 
But from time to time, people will say, hey, I heard the, you know, last episode. And that's that's an encouragement. So thanks if you're listening. And uh, until next week, have a great week. Loving the Lord. And we'll talk to you next time.